What's up, everybody? Um, welcome back. Uh, I, I guess to, to us, actually, since it's been half a year, I, f- I feel like it's been it's been a, a long time. Um, it's been a really long time. Yeah. Uh, joining me, not as always, is Chase. Hello. Uh, yeah, so I, I figure um, we'll, I'll, I'll just kind of get some stuff. Get it out of the way. Out of the way um, as to why uh, I, um, you know, was not, not present. Um, so I... Got a new job, and so that that that, that made the hours kind of difficult because it was you know, they, they were longer and stuff. Um, and then Patty and I f- found out that we're having a baby, so that was like more you know stress. It was like oh my god, so much news anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I was diagnosed with cancer, so uh, and then that happened, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, I've got- <laughs> I like how you just kind of. And then I was diagnosed with, <laughs> diagnosed with cancer, and that happened. Yeah. So, um, but um, I, I had surgery um, here recently, and things are looking good. So, you know, I've got some some free time, you know, because yep. I can't work for like six weeks. So I was like, you know what? Why don't we do some episodes? Because um, you know we have time. But uh, something that I've been wanting to do for like a really long time, um, like years ago, um, people kept asking me because I, I was a notorious hater you know quote unquote i was always throwing shade at people's uh choices of movies and th- telling them that, that that their favorite things were not very good so people <laughs> so people were always like oh well like you know well, what's your favorite movie and then usually they would get mad because the movies i said they also liked so so they're like this is why why don't you like my other movies then man you know so it's so uh i i sat down and i did my um a list of my like top 20 films i think or whatever and so how I did that was I broke down genres, and then I ranked all the genres from 20 to 1, giving points based on where they are in the rankings. Um, and then I awarded some some bonus points here and there for like random categories. And then I cross-referenced basically all the genre lists, and the movies that ended up with the top points are where they ended up on my list. And it, it was kind of fun. It was, it was cool to see um, certain films that, that I've always liked, but it was cool to see where I, I rated them amongst other things and their peers and stuff or whatever. So you like moneyball your movies. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is also on my sports list now because oh, it, you know, it it's, it's great. It, movie. I, when, when I did that, it was, I believe, 2014. Um, I think like maybe, let's see, 2014, was it like the first Avengers, well, Iron 2012 Man? 2012 was the first Avengers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so I, th- I think I had... Like maybe like three or four Marvel movies, you know, in that in the top twenty range. Oh my god, now you know, <laughs> the whole list is just MCU, baby. <laughs> it's not, but uh, I I do have a couple here and there. So um, because I'm having a kid and I and I was contemplating death because I also had cancer. I was like, well, you know, if something happened, I would like to um, have a list of my top one hundred films so that my son. Um, could go and watch them one day. And then maybe he could get a feeling for who I was as a person. And, and, and it was almost like he was, you know, getting a sense of, of the things that, that I loved. And maybe, you know, he could also appreciate them. So if I'm still here, hopefully we'll, we'll get to watch those together. But I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll be updating this list and everything. So uh, me, me and Chase were having a beer and I was like, you know, you want to do this? And of course, Chase hates analytics and, and, and things. And, and so I'm his, all about the gut. Baby. His first thing was like, well, what if like, I just don't feel that way? I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, there's going to be you know ways to like you know move, move things and lists and stuff or whatever so I, I i made him just to commit to my idea um and made him just do it so since um i think so basically we're doing 20 genres and we're doing our favorite 25 films of each of those genres 
Then there's going to be a couple of bonus categories, and then we will do all of our points breakdown, um, and then we'll eventually have both of our top 100 lists. And so Chase has actually written down preemptively his favorite films, the ones that, like, in his gut, he feels are his favorites. And he's wanting to see if, based on this math, if that will also equate. We're going to see if Moneyball really works. (laughs) Okay. It didn't work for the A's. It didn't work for the A's, but it did work for Boston. Yes, it did. Because they they had more money. (laughs) Yes, they had more money. Yes. Uh, so tonight we are going to be doing animation. Um, since that, um, you know, Chase does have a kid, so he's only been able to do like three or four lists. Uh, I think I'm up to like eight or nine at this point. Um, so we, but we both were able to do our animation list, and it was kind of cool. It was, uh, it was nice to see um, some films that I didn't think would make it. Now you might be thinking, oh, animation is just going to be all you know, kids movies, and that's not exactly true because there, there is a no, kids movie not. genre, and in in that. Since I'm going to have things like, like you know, Home Alone, you know, like another film, Goonies, and stuff. Goonies, stuff like yeah. That. So it's not just going to be like you know, probably like like Sandlot's probably on there. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of really cool adult based animation films, um, and, and then of course there are you know kids movies, but and stuff you know. So uh, would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, we're just going like say 25 25 24 yeah, it's fine. yeah, yeah it'll be that. okay uh, my 25th movie is one actually i did never watched as a kid oh, okay i watched it because i have a daughter and uh it's an old movie from 1959 and that is actually sleeping beauty oh wow it is actually uh just a really nice story it's it's got a classic animation to it <laughs> it's got a great it's, story anyway, it's just a classic a girl is sleeping it's in very, bed it's very guy fairy just up tale on her. it's the very fairy oh, tale yes. i mean when you think of fairy tales two that come to mind are sleeping beauty and snow white they have the almost the exact same plot yeah. kind of like hey princess falls asleep we need the, the, prince to, <laughs> there's a lot of that back in the yeah, day back in the day I she's, mean, she's asleep it's okay yeah but uh, I love the villain. Maleficent is yeah. really such a cool she's actually, villain. She's um, actually, you know, awesome. at, just from that, has she spawned to be oh, like yeah. one of the biggest villains of, of all time. Like, I mean, for Christmas this year, like, I got her, like, a four pack, and it was like the four, <laughs> four pack of witch outfits. No, no, it's a four pack <laughs> of uh, Disney villains. So it oh, had okay. Maleficent, it had the Wicked Queen, it had Ursula and uh, Cruella. Gotcha. And, I mean,. Like I love actually the character Maleficent. She looks really cool. She, she turns really into cool. a dragon yeah. and stuff. And it's like you get to have the three fairies, and it's fun to watch them bicker and stuff. It's just a, it's a very lovely like just old fashioned fairy tale. Yeah. And I mean, there's that. There's Snow White and stuff. I just prefer Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. I mean, like that one's like super old. I mean, yeah, like uh, fifty nine. Yeah, so, yeah. In my mind, it puts it in the realm of like Snow White and stuff and everything. So it has a very. It's um, after Snow White, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's it's got that very like hand obvious hand drawn animation, you know. There's a lot of like you know cheats in the animation of them doing like the same scenes over and over yeah. again, you know. And uh, it, it does have a, a really great charm. I think I'm just I'm too old to be able to go back and see it now because because yeah. I, I I did see it as a kid, and and there's just been so many memes about it and like you know how oh, yeah. how, how it's problematic and I'm sure you know, it is, and, but I mean like I never saw it as a kid, yeah. And I watched it like a hundred times <laughs> because I have a daughter. How did you, and that's uh, her favorite. I mean, I mean, how did that come up at all? What uh, we were just—I don't know. She, she, my daughter has a like. I don't know. She loves the old Disney movies. Like, oh, okay. She still likes more and stuff. Yeah, we all but, do. Yeah, but like, she loved Snow White. Uh, she loved uh, Sleeping Beauty was her favorite. Uh, we watched Pinocchio, which yeah. is. If Awful. you're on drugs, Awful. it's it's crazy. Pinocchio is a weird, <laughs> fucked up story. It's not on my list. It's it's too messed up. 
no strings on me. I mean, it's like I don't know. I don't know. We've talked about. We could do a whole show on Pinocchio. That's how messed Cocaine up. Cocaine in my wood, though. Yay! Uh, but I don't know. I just that's just one that's always kind of like ever since I saw it, I was like, it's a classic. Uh, my number 25 is A Nightmare Before Christmas, a 1993 film directed by Henry Selleck. Um, I did not know that uh, Danny Elfman did all of oh, the, the music. Well, no, I knew that, I mean, obviously. But like, uh, he does all of the singing parts for Jack Skellington. Oh, yeah, they wanted someone different. Yeah, but. Um, I, I think it's it's such a, such a unique film. In, in the way that it's animated, in the way that its characters are drawn, how they're um, overextended in, in their bodies, and certain like you know, very very like you know, just um, not like obscene, but like just how they look warped and and broken, and they're just I love that they're supposed to be from this like scary world, but they're so fucking happy to be doing Halloween, you know, it just is so great. It just, I, I, there's just so much to like in it. It has an amazing soundtrack, um, you know, done by, you know, Danny Elfman. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I watched, there's a documentary on okay, it yeah. on uh, Netflix and I, I'm, I don't know if it's like his assistant or his wife, but like she wrote actually like the script because she was, they were trying to pop the script out and stuff and it just wasn't working. Yeah. And she was working with, they like, we need to get the music out first. And because Danny Elfman was doing it, she like heard the music so she could figure out how the story should go. Well, you know, what's funny is that a lot of people just based on like look and aesthetic think it's Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's um, called Tim Burton. It is. And, and I hate it for Henry Selleck because I feel like it really held him back. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, and the whole time, like, uh, Tim Burton was making Batman Returns. Yeah. At yeah, the yeah. whole time they were making this movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, like it's based on Tim Burton. I, I think like characters or something or whatever. But he came out with like, "Hey, I have an idea. <laughs> Here's the idea. Make a movie." Yeah, and it's Tim Burton's nightmare. I, 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 just, I just love the idea that it, it just it has such a whimsical quality and a very childlike quality of this idea that there's just all these magical worlds where yeah, there's Christmas where, land, yeah, you know, land, Easter land, but, but, it, but then it's all, you know, warped still, you know, it's just, it's great. Um, so I'm, I'm curious cause we're doing this list. Like we're going to have some movies that are on both lists. Maybe. I mean, I would, but I would like, I think right? it's funny. It's like some lists, like some of them are like, like you have nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. This is your 25th. 25th. Like I have it way higher. Oh really? Do you? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, I just think it's funny that okay, that's going to happen. And also before we be, we be going any further, um, if we don't have your movie, that does not mean that we, we, we don't like that movie. It, it, it could mean that we haven't seen it. It could mean we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, but you know, don't, don't seek validation yeah. in us and we're not going to seek it in you. What you know? do we know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean like, you know, we're, we're all just you know, people that, that have seen thousands of movies and just seem like, you know, we, you know, we just enjoy talking about them. And it's also, whenever you watch a movie, it's always depends when you saw it, totally. how you were feeling, what age you yeah. saw it. And like, you know, nostalgia well, funny, is so powerful. Um, God, this, is, this is just what we do. Um, I, I, was, I was on Twitter the other day and a person was talking about their favorite David Fincher movies and a person brought up the fact that they don't know if they could have Fight Club in there because they haven't seen it like in 10 years because that their view might have changed and, or I, and, and I saw like, I, I might have seen the same yeah, tweet and like, like someone said like it didn't hold up as well because the world has changed so much yeah you know and I was like no it still holds well, up well no it's just like I mean like because I saw when I was like you know 26 and of course I thought it was cool I was like oh this is so fucking dope you know like you know and because I was like a little edgelord yeah. but now when I'm 40 I don't know if I would have the same viewpoints and like you know Qualms and stuff. Oh no, I still love it. It's so good. (laughs) Uh, So my number twenty-four is the Iron Giant, uh, done by Brad Bird, nineteen ninety-nine. I 
for one, I love this style of animation. Um, I, th- I think it's gorgeous. Um, it has a really uh, strong sound quality to the film. I love the character designs. The Iron Giant looks so cool. Um, you know, he, he's been copied forever since then. Um, and then it really brings a really great take of how those um, Cold War um, you know those like you know films of fear and stuff used to like happen like in the seventies and sixties and fifties and stuff about people being afraid of like you know nuclear weapons and things like and so I, I love that this has a very you know like fear of that like you know that like propaganda of like you know like you know <laughs> nuclear energy and stuff or whatever and everything um, so I mean I mean like all of that is is great uh, you know and it has just this message that you know just because you're made for one thing doesn't mean that that's who you have to be. And uh, it's just great, man. Uh, I actually don't have the Iron Giant. I know it's that's a okay. beloved movie. I just never seen it, and that's why I don't have it on yeah. my list. So. All right, what's your number twenty-four? Uh, my number uh, twenty-four is the two thousand twenty-one film Encanto. Really? Uh, yes. I the music in this movie is one of the best of good. any Disney movie. I agree with that. Uh, was it Lin Manuel? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a genius at it. He's great, uh, and I just love the whole like. Like bringing like you have this kind of like black sheep of the family. She doesn't have her powers. I love like there's like this family that all have like kind of powers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know like you have almost two black sheep because you got Bruno who can see the future and they kind of he goes away. And then, talk about Bruno. That's actually a name of one of my. Uh, well, it's not the exact name of one of my fantasy football teams. Oh, okay. Is uh, we don't talk about Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm in the championship with that team. <laughs> so playing my rug. There you go. Uh, but no, I just love the uh, movie. I love the cast. Uh, Stephanie, Be- I can't ever say her name. Beatrice. She's uh, yeah, from, from Brooklyn Nine Nine stuff. Uh, John Luke was. I can't ever say. It. I'm awful with names. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey and everything. Yeah, I'm awful with names. Um, I love that it's been six months. You still can't, you know, say people's names. I, I, six great. months. It's been forever. John Liquazana. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Uh, it's a dude from Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? I am the violator. violator. Uh, but I don't know. The movie, Blah. it's just, it's a very wholesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, the music's just unbelievable. I love the animation, the way they do the house and everything. And it's a simple story. Which I love, like I mean, I really hope like they like they turn the Lion King into a play. They turn Aladdin into a play. Like this needs to be because I don't think it'd be even hard to do. I mean, the whole set's the house. The house. So like you could do it simple. Yeah, and you know, I mean, like I thought about this one, um, but I just it doesn't really. There's no antagonism really in the there, film. No, there is not. There you know? is not. And so I just feel like it's not really high stakes. And so they're just constantly talking. It's weird. It's not, but it is. You know, I'm just like okay. But so, I mean, I love it how it really just empowers like. I mean, it empowers women a lot in the movie because so many of the women, like, uh, one of them, done, but, like, she's, like, just big Very and strong. strong yeah. And, like, she just thinks that's all she's good for. And the other one, like, she's just so pretty. And, like, it's just, and it lets, you know, women be free. I don't know. It's just, it's very, I watch it with my daughter all the time. We yeah. listen to the soundtrack constantly. <laughs> and, like, it's weird. Like, you hear a song so many times you get tired of it. But, like, when she like, hey, play like playing Canto, I'm like, okay, I could do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I get tired of like Akuna Matata, but like this, I can Akuna keep doing. Yeah, so like I, I thought about this one. I also thought about uh, Raya, like in the Last Dragon. Um, I thought about that one, too. but I was like, yeah, it's it, it's solid, but like it it's is not solid, the top yeah. five. Um, my number twenty three is The Little Mermaid from 1989, uh, directed by John Musker. Um, I kind of had this one in here just because it feels like the OG to me. 
It um, this is the I think one of the earliest movies I remember going to in theaters, and uh, sitting there it was like me, my mom, my grandmother, and everybody else, and just being so blown away by the music and the colors and the characters, and just being like, oh, and just hating Ursula and everything, and then watching it again, you know, some years later on Tony VHS, and then and then again, you know, as an adult, you know, and I just I've always liked it. I, I mean, like you know, I, I love. Did you like the VHS? Did you like the the copy of the book of the VHS? We, we had that one actually. You had the penis so for, for, VHS. For folks who don't know, um, Disney used to have this really notorious art, art issue where they would put penises and things or 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 words of some kind. So, for instance, on the original cassette tape of, of the Little Mermaid, you can go look this up. There, in the background, are these uh, like it's in the castle. It's these like really golden sand castles, and and the, the tip of all of them are these like curling penises. Oh no no oh like it's like it shows like Ariel's right on the cover, and yeah. then it has like her kingdom castle right in the and then right in the center. Yeah, is a just a nice penis. Yeah, so there. th- there's that one, and then there was when in Aladdin, there's a moment where you can hear a person say, "All good kids take off their clothes," or all teenagers, yeah, take all off. teenagers take off their clothes, and then in Lion King, he he lays down, and yeah. and the flowers in the air uh, spot sex. So it was weird. It was a weird moment in the '90s where they were just like putting stuff in. It was fucking crazy. Anyways, um, I I really enjoyed all of the music. Um, it was a really classical fantasy style story. All the characters are really fun. Um, um, and I just it's it's timeless to me. Um, it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's not on my list, but I mean, I think Ariel's my daughter's favorite because they both have red hair, so I have no problem with that. Uh, my number twenty three is All Star Superman. Okay, it's a DC film. Uh, it's done. Uh, it's a story of Grant Morrison. They take his comic book and turn it into a like they do that with all their DC stuff. They take comic book and animate it and it is i never read the comic and it is beautiful it's a story where superman goes to save like these astronauts and he gets just exposed to uh, so much sunlight and stuff like it becomes almost radiation to him stuff and he's gonna die and it's like almost his like last couple weeks and stuff on earth and he has to deal with lex Luthor, who set that whole thing up to like kind of give him radiation poison and he's dealing with lois and everything and it's just I would recommend watching it. It's just a beautiful I don't want to give away too much of it, but it just gives it's a beautiful Superman story. The animation's done in like this new version, but it's done in like almost like a fifties classic yeah, style, yeah. A classic style and it's a beautiful story. If you're not a Superman fan, check this out. It's called All Star Superman. It's beautiful. Okay. Uh what is your number twenty two? Uh, another one is uh, Justice League New Frontier. It's, it's just all DC here. here there, is a, there, oh, there is a number of DC ones. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. There's a, but uh, Justice League New Frontier, this is another one that's a comic book that they turn into a movie, and it's done in like a very 50s, 60s kind of classic style. And it's like an origin of the Justice League back then. And it's got like, it's like Green Lantern, Lantern's origin. He's voiced by David Borowitz or whatever the guy who played Angel. Neil Patrick Harris is the Flash. Did David Boyama? Yeah, where, I don't know his name. <laughs> There's Bur- a Z in it. David Berkowitz. <laughs> David Berkowitz, son of Sam. Uh, what's the name? Uh, but it's just done in this great way where there's like this alien, like the Earth is turning against everything, and like he's just going to destroy everything and stuff, and justly kind of comes together, and like Wonder Woman is very anti-man and like it's very it's r-rated uh like she wonder woman like you know freeze like uh 
like these slaves pretty much and like i don't know for like korean slaves and stuff and like they're all women and she's like gets all the guys and puts them in a corner and like gives them all the women the slaves like her guns and it's like y'all go ahead and do justice and stuff like i mean it's got some dark stuff but i love dark stuff like that it's it's a very it's a really fun story if you get a chance justice league new frontier uh, my number 22 is something I know will not be on Chase's list, and that is Inside Out from 2015, uh, directed by Pete Doctor, starring uh, Amy Poehler, Mindy Kaling, and some other people. Um, I, I think this is a really great movie for all ages. Um, you know, I think it's something that kind of speaks to all of us about, about childhood and about growing up and accepting uh, change. Um, and that it's not always a bad thing. Um, you know, it's a little heartbreaking at times, uh, and it, it, it's a lot of fun. I hated that. Movie. I know. I know you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I know. I just wasn't for me. That's okay. Uh, my, it's okay. It's okay. My number twenty one uh, is something that I don't. I don't think Chase has seen. I, I've, I've recommended to him. I don't think he's seen it yet. Uh, that is Kung Fu Panda from 2008, um, directed by John Stevenson, starring so many people like Jack Black, Jackie Chan. Uh, Lucy Liu, Seth Rogen. It's just got a whole bunch of people in it. Um, and it's such a fun story about it just takes all those tropes of the like martial arts legends and stuff, kind of turns them on their head. Um, I, I, I love the idea that, you know, everybody thinks that there's this one secret power and that it makes you this master, you know, and it turns out, you know, it's not that at all. And, you know, there's just like so, so many things. The, the action is really good in it, you know, surprisingly. Um, it's funny. It's got a uh, really great animation. Um, I, I think it's really good today still. Okay. Yeah. I've not seen that one. Uh, my number 21 is the Simpsons movie. Uh, the Simpsons was a great TV show for the first, like, Oh, I'm not going to say first first season. It's the first the, the first twelve years probably. Like, oh, I was going to say like season two through twelve maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then like I just you know maybe I grew out of it whatever. But they came out with the movie and the movie's solid. It's it's very good. It's like old Simpsons. It's funny. Uh, I laugh every time I've seen it. And and then like it brought me back to wanting to watch Simpsons. And yeah, that didn't hold up as well. But the movie is solid. It's a you know if you're a fan of the Simpsons. Go back, watch it. 2007 movie. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I, I, I almost put it on my list. I just felt kind of, I don't know, you know, like, I mean, I haven't seen it since I first saw it in theaters, you know, but it, I should it, go back and watch it. it. It did bring back a lot of that, like, original love for the cartoon and stuff and everything, you know, and I, I like you, I try to go back and watch the, the current season just wasn't that good. And it just, it was weird that they, they were able to find all the charm and bring it back and put it in the movie. But when it came to like the show, it just didn't have the same charm to it for some reason. Um, but no, I mean, I agree. I mean, as a singular story, it, it was really good. There's a lot of like really great jokes, you know, and everything, you know, like <laughs> spider pig and stuff, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I just didn't quite make my list. Okay. Uh, was, that, was that your 20? 20... Uh, that was my 21st. Okay. So what's your 20? My 20 is, uh, it's called justice league apocalypse war. <laughs> uh, this, we, don't worry no more dc for a little bit uh this is was the end of the run of the dc storyline they did it was they had a, they like did separate movies but they had one continuous story and i love it because it's just so dark i love dark cartoons i don't know why i just love, i love it and this is like superman and them's like hey we gotta go fight apocalypse and apocalypse knows he's coming and pretty much just destroys all the just league he carves kryptonite superman symbol and 
Superman's chest, so he has no powers. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, he turns into a cyborg, and she's like one of his like lady girls, whatever. And like, I mean, it's just it's so dark, but it's so good. And like, everybody dies in it, and I just love those. <laughs> I love those <laughs> love the super dark ones. Like, like, yeah, I love the nobody super dark. wins yeah, exactly. I, I love those <laughs> so much, and I watched it a number of times. And like, I don't know those. Those are the movies I kind of like sometimes. Those uh, dark movies. My number 20 is Alita Battle Angel from 2019, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, it's got Christoph Waltz in it. Um, this went a little like under the radar, um, and it didn't really get a lot of love, but I genuinely really liked it. Um, it has a really cool um, animation style aesthetic to it with the mixing of live action and then and then like all the cyborgs are all like animated and stuff they have a very anime quality to them still um, the choreography is really great I love the lead character she comes off as a as a strong character and a not in a way that feels pandering um, and it's just like a really fun story of course I'm a really big fan of cyberpunk and that'll kind of come up as like I've got like another like three or four movies whatever they got a lot of anime on there I have as much DC as you have. I, I have anime say, I, in here, probably. I, I don't like anime, so yeah. I don't have it. Uh, my number 19, uh, kind of bringing it back to more classics, um, is the original Beauty and the Beast from 1991, um, directed by uh, Gary, Gary Truesdale. Um, this is the thing that I was kind of like laughing about earlier. Um, starring um, Angel Lansbury, but Jerry Orbach's in this. Do you know who he plays in this? Who? Because it sounded like you said Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Jerry Orbach. Why do I know that name? Um, he's the dad in like Dirty Dancing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you know who he plays in this? The clock. No, he's the fucking candle. Oh, really? Yeah. How crazy is that? That is pretty crazy. I was like, I was like, what? He plays fucking Lumiere. That's that's crazy. I, I did not know that. Uh, this is another one um, that that came out really early in the nineties, and I remember going to the theaters with with my family. We you know we were a really big Disney family, which I, I'm sure most folks in the nineties were, um, and just being blown away by the music and how impressive everything looked on screen. Um, and like I, I remember it just seeing like the the ballroom scene with them dancing and the scenes coming out, and it might have been the first film I saw that was like real cinema just in terms of how it was, you know, directed um, as a kid. Cause I think I was like eight at that point or so. Whew. Sorry. Um, and uh, I just, I, I love the soundtrack. Um, I love all the characters. It's so fucking silly. Um, I honestly did not see that movie until about three years ago. Wow. Really? No yeah. doubt. I don't believe that. Well, I mean, like, what year to come out? 91. Okay, I was like 12, 13. 13-year-old okay. boy's like, I don't really care to see Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and I just, I mean, never came up, whatever. Mm. And there was no Disney Plus back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a daughter now, and I've watched it a number of times. Yeah. I actually like the live-action version, too. I have no yeah, problem with it's, that. It's, it's fine. Um, you know, it just, it just I, I actually I, I think that I watched one. that before I watched the cartoon. Uh, I think we went in theaters. I, didn't, I, didn't, I think we might have gone with Allison. Allison I didn't yeah. go. Uh, what is your number 19? Uh, my number 19 is Shrek. A uh, classic story of ugly guy takes girl who's pretty, puts her in moonlight. She's not pretty no more. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nah, it's just, I love the use of them just throwing all the fairy tales in yeah. it and stuff. It's it's a fun story. Uh, Mike Myers is great in it. Eddie Murphy. I mean, I did, uh, like, I was trying to do a D&D character where I was like donkey <laughs> and stuff. I mean, it's it's a... I mean, they came out with three other ones. The second one's actually not bad either. Uh, third and fourth aren't very good, but uh, 
The first one, it's classic. I mean, the animation could be better, but it was the beginning of yeah, that computer yeah. stuff. It's kind of like Toy Story. It like you go back and watch Toy Story. Like the animation's not the best now, but I mean, it's still a classic. I, I have it higher on my list, so like I'll talk a little bit more. Okay, when we get there. Uh, what was that for you? Was uh, that was nineteen. So all right, uh, my number eighteen. Um, it's another anime, uh, and that is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Um, came out in 2020, directed by Haru uh, Sotozaki. Um, man, I, I I found this anime a little bit, let me say later, but I mean, I didn't I didn't quite get on it when it first started. But then when I watched it, I was like, man, this is really fucking cool. Like it has a lot of the tropes that I love of there being these like specific organizations to like hunt down demons and stuff or whatever. I love that there's like tiers of demons and there's, you know, they're, they're learning new moves and maneuvers and like, you're just slowly learning new techniques and why people are, are, are like are badasses and stuff, you know? So I, I love all that. And this is the conclusion, I believe of season two. Um, and it, it, you don't really need to have watched probably the show to really get a full, compass of what's going on i mean i i think you could just watch the movie and be like oh okay this is really cool but the um choreography and the animation is fucking stellar it is jaw-dropping how beautiful it is um just with the use of colors and movement it's so great and um it's there's so much life in it and just it's just beautiful it's great um but super action-packed um and uh it's easy to tell why this has become one of the new really more popular anime is currently out so that's my number 18 uh my number 18 is the disney 1997 movie hercules okay uh probably the most underrated hercules. oh that's not right <laughs> but uh it's probably the most underrated soundtrack of all disney movies i mean it is, uh, that is patty's like favorite one. Oh yeah i mean like it is so good uh, love Hercules. Meg is such a great character. It was like one of the first time you kind of get that wisecracking woman that just really is like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> like, like she kind of takes charge. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. All of them are just great. Whoa, 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 how do you get Bobcat's name right? And nobody else's name. Because right. I've learned Bobcat. Goldthwait. That, that is so had, specific. Uh, yes, but I've had to know how to pronounce his last name because he's been famous for over. <laughs> 30 years okay i've been watching that kid or that guy uh since i was a kid okay. police academy baby <laughs> okay. uh but uh i don't know it's it's a great story it's i mean it's completely wrong and stuff like that when it comes to actually the true story of hercules but it's i mean just make it i don't know it's just to make a kid version of it and it's just it's fun uh what's his name as hades is <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? I'll tell you in a second. Then uh-huh. I can look it because up because you 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 know Bobcat because you've been watching him since the eighties. Apparently, yeah, I didn't watch uh, what's his name who plays Hades a whole bunch. Okay, <laughs> he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff, but this is probably his best role. No, I would say it's his best role, and also he said it is his favorite role he's ever it, done. It, I mean, that I I can get behind. It's not his biggest role ever, though. Um, what's his biggest role? Uh, uh, any given Sunday. It's pretty good. And he goes, I hope you get fucked by a thousand Neanderthals. Uh, what is it? What is it? He's in James Casino. Wood. James Wood, thank you. Yeah. James Wood, I mean, he's great at it. He, I mean, like, yeah. in fact, like, he's come back and I think he does the voice in the like games the and stuff. The video yeah. games and stuff. Uh, the ones with the Kingdom com- Hearts. Yeah, combined Final Fantasy and stuff. Uh, but I don't know. The movie's great. That's my number 18. What's your 17? My 17 is Toy Story. Two, okay, okay. Uh, the Toy Story movies are great as a whole and stuff. Uh, the second one, I 
just enjoy because like you see the first one and you see what it is and then i love how they kind of take almost like with each one they kind of take the history of how what a toy goes through and stuff and the second one the idea that like woody's just an old toy and he's actually worth a bunch and the guy is a collector and like takes some stuff it's it's great is that like a like a deep down mental thing for you like like the guy's older but you know he still has value you know it's really it's okay to be old and have toys No, I wouldn't say the guy's older. I'm saying oh, Woody's older. I, I know. He's an older I toy. And it's just like I was saying I was saying that you view yourself as Woody. So it's like you're saying, like, you know, you know, he's old, but like, you know, like, you know. He still has value. He still has value. <laughs> I have value. <laughs> I don't know. Uh but no, I mean I just like and you still get the great camaraderie with Woody and Buzz and stuff and I don't know, it's it's a lot of fun. You just get to see like different aspects of what a toy goes through and I just really enjoy the movie. Uh, my number 17 is Aladdin from 1992, directed by uh, Ron Clements. Um, and this is like just on that role of like Little Mermaid into Being the Beast into Aladdin, where like Disney couldn't miss and they're just crushing it. Uh, and uh, Aladdin was great. I, I I love Robin Williams in this. He's, he was so, so funny in this. Um, it's it just so much adventure and action and jasmine was was my like first crush i think i, I think i was like i don't know, like nine or something i saw this i, I thought she was so so pretty um I, I love the soundtrack um just like everything about it which which is amazing to me yeah i have it earlier later yeah. on my list so i'll talk about it a little bit what's your uh, 16 or, or, or your 17 my, no uh, i'm on 16 okay sorry. uh number 16 i'm gonna go a little bit back into dc and do the batman the dark knight returns it's uh, Frank Miller's story, mm-hmm. part one and yeah. part two. I'm just going to combine them. And it's just a great story. They do a great job of taking from the comic book and just putting it into animation. I love the whole him fighting Superman. I mean, just, I love Superman. I love Batman. And just like, you know, just he gives this <laughs> great speech at the end where he's like, you think you can beat me and stuff. It's just Batman. Just, it's And he's just talking to Superman and just it's so great like he's like i don't know i just love that he's like i'm a human you have all the power in the world and i'm beating you and he's like always like remember i'm the guy who be i just love him talking smack to superman it's so good it's it's done very well if you get a chance it's so weird that that you're so into superman but you love the idea of a guy like beating his ass or whatever oh, man, like, it's the underdog you know like, you gotta root for the underdog it. that's great he's rudy man he's rude <laughs> with kryptonite gauntlets uh, my number 16 is Kubo and the Two Strings came out in 2016 directed by Travis Knight um, this has a very cool like claymation style to it really really fun soundtrack with this um, like really Japanese inspired um, song basis and everything um, I, I'm not as big on the cast I don't like Matt McConaughey as the Beatle Knight but there's so much in this that is just it just feels like it's ripped out of Japanese lore on this adventure style story and all the characters and the magic so much fun. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's great. Does he do the... No, he does not do that from this. Uh, that's that's a shame. It would be so much higher on your list if we did. Uh, my number 15 is Paranorman um, from 2012, directed by Chris Butler. Um, this is like a really fun coming-of-age story uh, about a kid who has um, the ability to see and speak to dead people. And he lives in this town um, that, you know, there's this curse and everything. And his grandfather was looked at as the town nut job. 
and um, everything kind of falls into place on this one night. I thought it was on like Halloween, but like you know, just all, all these new things pop up and stuff. So he's just been looked at as this loser because you know he talks to talking dead people and stuff. Um, because to him, his grandmother's still in the room with him, so like you know he's still hanging out with her, like playing you know like movies and stuff with her and everything. And he's just this guy that just wants to be you know accepted and loved and stuff and everything. And he kind of finds his place, and he has to be this you know reluctant hero towards the end he has to like you know go through all these crazy trials and like and tribulations and, and, and brave the elements for, for for this town that has not you know loved him you know and everything it's great um i've never seen that but i have a question does tim burton have anything to do with that i don't, I don't believe so i, I okay, think because like there's corpse bride mm-hmm. nightmare before christmas and i and this movie kind of done in a little bit it has a little bit of that style that um, style that's why i was curious I, he did another animation movie with the same style but it was um it's about Bigfoot. I, I forget what the name was or whatever. Okay. Just curious. Uh, that, okay, so my number 15, and I'm sure it's going to be much, much higher on Drew's list, okay. is Marvel's Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yes, it's way higher. I cannot leave yes. this low on your list. And I'm going to give you the reason why. That's okay. I think the story's great. The music is great. I am not a fan of the animation. Which is just so funny because like, that's everybody's like main love of it. It's I, how it's I, how I am... I mean, if you could tell very much from the movies I've, or I've chosen, I like a very classic style, and <laughs> that's why there's no anime. I like, I, I can't watch anime because of the style and stuff. That's fair. And, I mean, I think the movie's great, but the animation bothers me so much that I, <laughs> it's only to watch Drop This Far. The story is unbelievable. I can't wait to watch the second one. I think there's probably going to be a third probably after that, too. The cast is great and everything. I'll let Drew... <laughs> really go into it when his up but there you go uh speaking of anime my number 14 is a movie that i saw a long time ago um it's called fist of the north star uh not the awful hbo uh straight to to video movie um uh this was a, a, a adapted from a manga from you know back in the early 80s um and it was when it was the first one i ever saw anime and it is the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life. I, it's so amazing. The main character has this martial arts technique where if he punches you, he can he can make your blood uh, go to like certain areas of your body. And then after like 10 seconds, your like head explodes and stuff, whatever. So like there's all these scenes of him like, you know, running up and like he's, he's hitting people. And then like he'll you know he'll pause and they'll and start walking away like and they're like hey this fight isn't over and then he'll stop and go you're already dead and then like their heads just fucking explode. Is it's that like Quentin Tarantino the five punch thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Do you um, think he ripped that off? No, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it's so basically the uh, stories about um, this dystopian world like like way in the future after like mankind has bombed the shit out of each other, and there are these. Um, these like I say chapels, but these these areas were basically the, the, there's a north star, south, east, and a west, and so each one is kind of like the person who is the protector of all these areas and stuff. Um, our, our main person Kinchiro is um, he, he's betrayed early on. He he was fist of the north star, and he was thought to have been dead, and um, he he ends up rising back, and he comes back. Uh, fucking meaner than anything and he just starts beating the shit out of people it's fucking great and then so basically he's trying to get back his girlfriend who's been kidnapped and so his brother is pretending to be him um as the like north star and stuff and he's causing all type to have so so he goes there first and kicks the shit out of that guy 
he, he gets a friend named Ray, and Ray's technique is his fingers move so quickly that they're like blades. And so he can like slice through people and stuff. So it's super fucking cool and violent. It's just, it's awesome. It's super, it's super old. I might check that out. That actually sounds pretty cool. It's, it's pretty You good. know, I like them dark stuff. Oh my, well, I know like this because this is one of the movies where the like, the like bad guy wins. So, you know. Oh yeah. Then I it's great. Check yeah. this out. Uh, what is your number 14? My number 14 is Moana. Okay. Uh, Moana's, I don't know. I think it's a beautiful animated movie. Moana. Yeah. Uh, the music's great. Has the rock. <laughs> and that's all you Why do you say it like, like from Sean Connery? Because. The rock. It's like, because oh, yes. you're between the rock and a hard the place. The rock and a hard place. <laughs> Moana. Uh, no, I just Are really enjoy the movie. Uh, we went and saw like Inside Out together. We've seen Moana yeah. together and stuff. And that was like the only one I really liked left the theater. And I was like, that was really freaking I, I good. I think it's funny that, um, I don't know. If we, did, did we see it together? We saw Moana. I, I thought so. Yeah. Um, I remember like we left and I, I told Alice, I was like, man, I really feel like that music's better than Frozen. And Alice was like, you're fucking out of your mind. It is. But now she's full on team fucking Moana. And you know why? Because it's, it's Lin-Manuel. <laughs> well, that, that might be true. But I think it's, it's a few things. One, I've always felt like Frozen's Let It Go is a very pop song. It's very like, hot at the moment it has a lot of those like you know classic like okay these are the beats and stuff i've always felt there was more nuance and sub and and and, and just subtext to the music for you know moana yeah. than that and stuff whatever i don't know I, I just i've always felt like it was like a stronger soundtrack but uh, i would i think the soundtrack definitely is stronger in moana i would think the singer is stronger in frozen mm, okay uh i can't think of it. and then uh, menzel or something like that sure. her name right. and she's a fabulous singer she's been on broadway did wicked all that stuff oh, she's okay, great gotcha. and i mean she's oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah she is unbelievable and i think she's a stronger singer and she kills it you know yeah in frozen but one is I, I mean even the rock i mean i i think he's had a little stereo help and stuff yeah. with them but i think it's just a great a better story it's better than frozen i mean by far uh what is your number 13 okay number 13 <laughs> you, no actually uh, no uh, my okay. number 13 is actually a classic 1966 cartoon oh. i watch it i've always watched it once a year okay now that i have a child i watch it multiple times and that is how the grinch stole christmas oh, okay it's just a classic it's so Beautiful. short. I just I didn't, it is, I, I didn't consider it like a, like a film like that. Or whatever, I mean, but. it's it is short. Uh, I think it's on, oh, it's probably like twenty three minutes or something. Yeah, it, it's, it's with commercial. Long. It's like yeah. forty five minutes on TV, but it's I don't know. I love the story of How the Grinch. I love the the song. I love like everything, <laughs> I love and I love because he's a villain. I, I love he's the Grinch. Like, he just, and he just sit joy. there. I mean, yeah. he just he, he, he <laughs> takes joy, and that's what I'm about. <laughs> but I, I, I love. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs, and I don't know, I watch one. it. Miss Grinch. We did like a trivia the other day. Oh, okay. Like uh, one of the questions was like, "What are three words that are used to describe the Grinch?" Do you know? Um, what, what do you mean? It says in the song and in the movie there are three words that I like. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. And it's stink, stank, stunk. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I just love the story, and I love the movie. I watch it every year, and I I even enjoy the Jim Carrey version. I have not watched uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch. But according to you, it's the number one. It is the highest grossing yeah. Christmas movie of all, all time. time. Yeah, I didn't Crazy. know that. Uh, my number thirteen uh, also went under the radar, and that is TMNT, um, directed by Kevin Monroe. Uh, this was a CGI Teenage Mutant Turtle movie that came back out in '07, and it kind of follows um, after the original film, so it falls more in the comic book 
than than anything else and it's awesome like you know it got like like just no love because it was so it came from like you know not a very big uh, you know, budget. It didn't have a huge, you know, you know, like it didn't get pushed very big. That was like the first rebirth of them. When um, it kind of like, I mean, that's like fair. back in the movies and stuff yeah, like that. I think that's fair. I mean, I remember liking it, but I've only seen it once. Yeah, I actually, so. um, I got bored a few days ago. Like, and like I, I rewatched the first movie from like '92, and then also this one or whatever. And I'm like, these are still both really good. Oh, the '92 one. It's great. great. I actually showed that to Daphne. <laughs> um, yeah, and this, I, I love it. I feel like it really gets. The personalities of the characters, right? With um, you know, with all the turtles, with with April and Casey, I feel like it does a lot of justice to the comic books and stuff. You know, um, I love that it shows that Raphael is the actual best fighter in the group. Um, he actually beats Leo, you know, which is great, and, and that kind of scares him because his rage is so fucking much that he almost killed his brother. Um, so like you know, all that, all, all, it's just it's just awesome. I, I just I, I wish that they had done more with that you know, universe and not done what happened with like a Michael Bay. <laughs> what is your number like twelve? Uh, my number twelve is GI Joe the movie, <laughs> nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> Cobra, la 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 la. I oh know, my I god, just, I loved it. Uh, Cobra, I've, I own it. Like I mean, you have to like buy that bootleg <laughs> and stuff like. I have all the G.I. Joe cartoons on DVD, but uh, it's just, I don't know, it does a really good job of, like, incorporating new characters with the old, so, uh, of course, they're all about selling toys and stuff, but they do a good job, like, we're going to bring in new heroes, we're going to bring in new villains, Uh, the new hero, uh, it's voiced by Don Johnson, (laughs) I mean, it's 87, (laughs) what do you expect? But I don't know. It's just I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. still love it. Uh, they didn't go as hard as one of my favorite Transformers <laughs> they didn't go movie. As hard? They didn't go as hard because all Come they did on, was GI Joe. 86. Like all they did was kind of like they throw a snake through Luke's heart. Oh, okay. And but he lives. Yeah. No. No. Uh, like nobody dies in it. Duke, you mean? Duke, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Luke. Christ, man. Come on. Uh, Duke's heart, whatever. But you, like, you got Bobcat go away, but not Duke. <laughs> They're both blonde and wear white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but. Uh, the whole point is, is like I don't know. They didn't go as hard. I wish it would be high. if they went hard, like like Transformers movie did. I would have this so much hard. But everybody lives. So, uh, but I, I don't know. I love the new villains. Uh, Nemesis Enforcer was so cool. Like he had wings stuff. Like I almost wanted to build like do a whole uh, oh, D and D campaign based on him. Yeah, like just do like Cobra Law. Oh, this guy and everything. is so cool. Yeah. So that is my number 12. Uh, my number 12 is Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, it came out in 1993, directed by Bruce Timm. Um, this was really cool. It, it, it should have failed. Um, you know, there, at, that, at that point, there was no reason to expect a cartoon film to be successful in any type of fashion. Um, and it didn't do great at the, box, at the box office, obviously, but it was very well received by... Um, all the critics and audience and, and the audience and stuff, you know, it just not enough people went to it. Um, but it was able to help them spawn the like Batman, like animation and stuff, you know, uh, it was after what, like they had the show and then, they, oh, and then that I'm so sorry. I, yeah. It, it came played, out like I, the I middle of the run. Okay. Gotcha. It's like, I mean, it probably was between seasons two and three. If I had to guess. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, it just, it's a really fun story. I think it's like a really classic Batman story, you know, with the, the Joker and, and Batman and everything. And this, this introduces a new villain, a, a new villain and, and like a new love interest, you know, for, for Bruce and stuff. And, you know, and, and, and Joker is jealous and everything, you know, it's just great. And it's, Mark Hamill's great though. Yeah, um, yeah, he's great, you know, and you know, uh, Will uh, Conroy. 
Kevin Conroy? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, uh, who recently died. Um, for, for, for some reason, I always call him Will. I don't fucking know why. It's so weird. I hate that I do that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's, it still looks as good as the like as the show and everything. You know, it's uh, yeah, very I mean, the animation's know, great. It's great. Just done. It's great. Uh, was have you already done your twelve? Uh, no, my twelve is the Lion King. Okay. Mine's time. Hey, <laughs> I was gonna, I can't even do it. <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know. It's it's a beautiful story of this little cub. Yeah. You, everyone knows it. I'm not going to explain the plot to it. You know the Lion King, uh, but it's just it's so good. I mean, most people cried when they saw Mufasa. What a great name, Mufasa! Mufasa, Mufasa. Mufasa. say it again. Say, say, it, again. say, it, again. say it again. I mean, it's just <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. All them. I mean, it's just was it JTT? John Terry Thomas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little JTT. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Broadwood, Bears. No, I mean it's just, the cast is great. Cast is great. Uh, James Earl Jones, everything. It's just it's a great movie. Scar, Zazu. Yeah, I mean it's. I'm not going to have to. Talk. I mean, if we all. I mean, it's great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. My number eleven is another anime, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell from 1996, directed by uh, Mamoru uh, Oshii. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Yeah, you are uh, butchering all these names. Memoru, Memoru. Um, it, it's it's really another film set in like a cyberpunk style future where people have begun to like augment themselves with you know, and um, our main character is a part of this um, special agents group that go out and, and they do like you know certain missions of like assassinations and guard missions and stuff, whatever. Um, and the story is really just about um, what does it mean to be human. Um, our, our main villain is called the, uh, you know, puppet master and, and, and there's this whole plot, you know, about the government and stuff and everything. And, and like our main character slowly, like, un- like, you know, unveils what's going on. But the action in this is gorgeous. It's, it's just, it, 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 to me, like the heyday of, of, of OVA hand-drawn anime is in the nineties. It's so, so awesome to look at and fluid and just everything's great about it. Um, and in this, there's so many classic scenes that that have been taken and used in like in you know, future films, like The Matrix and other things, or whatever and stuff. Um, but like, uh, like our main character is super strong and she's great. Um, and then it has like the, this this subtext about life and stuff, and everything. Also, you know, so it's just it's a very very good film. Oh yeah, I heard Scarlett Johansson killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great in that. <laughs> uh, so I think we're in the top ten now. Uh, have you done your number eleven? Yeah, actually, uh, Lion King was number eleven. We GI Joe was twelve. Oh, okay. So well, I just sh- did 12 twice. <laughs> <laughs> what is your number 10, then? Uh, my number 10 is Tangled. Really? Really. Okay. This is one of the best Disney movies. Like, if you talk to anybody, they're like, people will say, like, Frozen, Moana, so good, and stuff like that. But Tangled is better than all those. Uh, okay. It's a beautiful story. Girl with long hair. But, Girl with long uh, hair. Yeah. Can't go wrong. <laughs> no. Uh, Can't find a brush. I just really like it. Uh, I thought the acting and the animation, everything's great. Her hair in the movie flows like the way they did it is really amazing. Uh, the music is very underrated. Uh, the villain, uh, her mom and stuff is. She's, I don't know, she's a really creepy evil where she's very <laughs> loving, but like she's got this one song, uh, Mother Knows Best, and it's so like beautiful but creepy at the same time yeah and just like there's very little subtle things in the movie where every time like she tells uh rapunzel she loves her 
like she's not telling her she's telling her hair that's all she cared yeah. about and stuff and it's just i don't know i really enjoyed it uh the, I'm, I'm awful with names but the guy who plays shazam uh uh zach, zach levy or whatever yeah uh he plays writer i almost said zachary quinto but i was like that's not right that's not right no, that's spock yeah uh <laughs> zach levy whatever like yeah. he does a good job as writers the hero he's great uh the supporting cast everything i don't know it's just it's a very fun movie his character's great yeah i yeah. mean it's it's a great movie like, and i feel like that's one of the most dnd disney films probably oh, yeah i can definitely see that um and like i i love his horse is really fucking funny yeah that. the horse yeah. The, the, the horse is like just like tracking it down it's fucking great um his character is this like fake rogue that like you know it's like he's just always talking shit you know everything but he's that's very great. Han Solo like and like yeah. he gets upset every time there's a warning poster they get his nose, his wrong. nose wrong yeah it's, it's very fun and yeah. also if you ever get a chance on Disney Plus they did a spinoff uh, TV series of it and it okay, gets kind of dark I never, but I never it's really it. good okay so in the movie she, her hair gets cut yes and turns to brown yes so why does she have her hair back in the show uh, because they like whatever the crystal thing is like there's these like crystal things and she touches it and it brings her hair back oh, that's super easy but it, it gets it's I mean, I mean, I mean like, like that I, we like, like watched it that, with Daphne that undercuts the entire point of the film is that like oh, she, no, has, it, she doesn't it, need her hair she doesn't need that that's not the point of uh, the series what are you talking though? about uh, the series uh, I, I get the, series. I'm sorry, the movie though yeah I'm getting Yes, so I'm, I'm saying that the series undercuts the entire value of the film because, like, it's all about you know being it's a like magical curse <laughs> thing. You have to watch the series, but it's it's like it's weird because like me and uh, my wife Allison were watching it and stuff like that, and she watched. Oh, she got really into it, and she's like, "Okay, this is a little too adult for Daphne." Like, it gets into some the serious and stuff. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, you get to see. Oh, you want to see <laughs> some bush? Okay, <laughs> dude, Drake's match the curtain. Yes. <laughs> it's like super long. It it's blonde and brown. It's very awkward and weird. I don't know. All right, so okay, we're, uh, so we're in our top ten. Top ten, my number ten, which I think is going to be on yours. We'll see. Uh, is Lego Batman. Uh, come out in 2017, directed by Chris McKay, starring uh, Will Arnett and Michael Cera. Um, I like this more than the uh, original Lego movie. Um, uh, yeah, they're both. I, I think it really, it, it, it captures a lot of the Batman aesthetic stuff, whatever. It, it's able to laugh at itself, which I think is great because there's so many, so much just humor in general with the idea of Batman and whatever, you know. So I, I love his sad arrogance and stuff, you know. I, I love... Robin, he's he's just he's, he's great, you know. And I, I mean, I like I don't have it on my list, yeah. And I don't have a Lego movie either. Uh, I love like when he's going to the Batcave and they're like password, and he's like Iron Man sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like those just, jokes are great, yeah. they're funny. I just couldn't. It just I don't know. Something about it bothers me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it like it bothers me. Like they capture Batman, and, like they joke with it, and they joke with the joke and stuff. But like it, I don't think it takes itself serious enough. It's not I need supposed to. It's fucking Lego. No, Batman. no, no, no. Lego. We need some serious Batman. Um, like in the Lego movie, he's Batman and it's jokey, but he's taking himself really serious. That's what's funny about it. And this, it's they don't do it good enough. That's what I'm saying. Um, I, I love the idea of them bringing in like all these villains from like from, from everywhere and stuff. You know, oh, yeah. that, that's really great. And it's kind of you know just ends up being about like you know friendship and being stronger. You know, not alone and stuff and everything. So, uh, my number nine is The Incredibles um, from 2004. Four, uh, directed by Brad Bird, starring Holly Hunter and Craig T. Nelson. Um, for years, people were saying that this was Fantastic Four. You know, this is this is like basically how it would be if it was done. You know, it's done in the right era. Um, I think Brad Bird really captures that like golden age of heroes really well. I love the idea that uh, that like a hero got sued, and so. They, no more heroes. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they couldn't afford it anymore. You know, because it makes sense. I mean, like you know, I, I have no idea. I have no 
uh not idea i have um oh my god i can't think of the word jesus uh no doubt i have no doubt that a person that was in a fire or something and got pulled out and maybe that their arm got pulled out of socket or something because that they that they yanked them so hard that they would like sue a you know you know, fucking batman or something or whatever you know just fucking- see i actually have a different doubt my doubt is at that point the superhero just kills that person. It's like <laughs> I get sued. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love all that. I love that the uh, villain is like a jaded fan. Oh, I do love that. You know, that that's, is that's a lot of fun. It, it's got a great cast. It looks really fun. It, it looks great. The animation of him running like super fast. Dash, whatever, yeah, it's so good. Um, the music fits so well. I, I love the. The, the like brass instrument band of, of like the, the theme and everything um just a lot of fun I, I think it still holds up even though you know it's you know 18 years old at this i will point. say the second one was not second one's good. not great yeah I, I don't i don't like that one too much what's your number nine uh, my number nine is toy story three of almost all the movies on here this one was up there where it made me cry i ain't gonna lie <laughs> okay like, but it, you get to see like a the evolution of course like in toy stories two and stuff of toys and stuff at this point the kid's getting ready for college and stuff like that. So he's like, and the toys get sent to like a daycare. And I mean, it's, it's a great story. And, but like at the end, like when he, like he wants to take Woody to college, but he he ends up getting lost and they end up going to daycare or whatever. But at the end, like when he has all the toys and he's like, you know what? I'm going to pass these, all my toys to another girl and stuff. It's just like, I tear up every time. <laughs> it's so good. Like, cause that's what you want. You want your toys to live to, on. To be like alive and stuff. Yeah, and of thing. course. Yeah. <laughs> Play, <laughs> it'd be, it'd I mean, sentient. I, like it would really bother you if you found out like later in life that like you all been alive the whole time. I know, yeah. Like I've been playing with myself. <laughs> like yeah, we could have been playing with each other. <laughs> you said that really weird. <laughs> I've, I've been playing myself with Woody. You have you been watching me play with my Woody? <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> too funny <laughs> you think like the toys like you play with those stuff, like, don't touch me don't touch me oh he's touching me wash your hands Ew. turn me around first okay that yeah. just got dark uh my number eight is uh another anime um it's also a classic one uh it is akira from 1988 um directed by katsuro uh otomo um I, this one I broke a lot of ground um not just in terms of of animation style and coloring in terms of how they they did things but um a lot of this style this is like one of the first real cyberpunk style films that came out and like because this came out around the time of like blade runner and and all those films whatever about those these futures that were like these like you know dark you know noirs and everything and this one is about um the the japanese government is doing tested testing on children for like psychic stuff right um it gets a little out of hand and so they that they bomb tokyo and so 30 years later in like there's like a new tokyo and everything um there's this like biker gang and uh one of the friends in the biker game begins to to show uh psychic ability and stuff whatever and it kind of gets out of hand and so it's just like a journey about um you know friendship and him trying to come to terms with this and he, and he just can't whatever and so like it's just it's just all these really epic battles and stuff whatever and all of some really type of cool shit uh but yeah I, I think if um you know if, if you enjoy sci-fi at all it's definitely worth a watch all right what's your number eight that was my number eight what's your number eight? Oh, my number eight is the original toy story you've got all three in your on your uh, list yes i mean they are probably the best Pixar movies. I mean, they're I mean they're not the best. But All three folks. I mean, they are the OGs of okay. Pixar. I mean, and Toy Story is the most classic. It's you know, 
I mean, to this day, like I, my daughter comes up and play Woody and Buzz because I have like a Woody and a Buzz toy thing, and I sit. They're like stuffed animals, but I sit there and I just voice out <laughs> stuff and like you got a friend in me. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you do. Uh, Danny Elfman again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's just a classic story of it's the odd couple, pretty much two people whatever yeah. but they're toys and stuff and it's just it's great i know there's people will say there's plot problems with like why can they just fall <laughs> and then all of a sudden get back up whenever they want like i don't care about that it's just uh, movie came out in like 1994 i believe and i don't know i went actually i, I like helped my mom uh, i was uh, was i driving then i don't know i don't know i like i helped I my mom so. chaperone uh her like class because i was off school that day for some reason they had a field trip to go see it so i went to go see it with them and stuff and i mean it's just a beautiful story of friendship oh wait so so you were you were young enough to go see toy story but not being the beast it was free oh it was free okay but we changed your life though right I play with Woody and Buzz every day. I was too old for Beauty and the Beast, but not for Toy Story. That was not the chick flick. <laughs> What's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is a uh, Pixar. It's my last Pixar, I believe. Uh, is Wally? Oh, okay, okay. I think Wally is actually like in the top three most beautiful movies ever made. Wally. Like I just think like. The story is unbelievable, and you don't even really need talking. You just know what's going on. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's the most beautiful, the soundtrack, everything, like the score, I guess. It's just, everything about the movie is completely beautiful. And it's like, when I watch the movie, I feel at peace. I don't know why. It's just, I mean, it's a, like, of course, it's like a, a, a world that's destroying everything, <laughs> and everybody's fat, whatever. Everybody's but, fucking dead, bro. But, like, no, they're not dead they're just in space fat <laughs> they're dead they still. came and walk <laughs> but i don't know it's it's really like one of the most beautiful movies i've ever seen i don't i don't know what it is about it but like i just feel like at peace if i was like really ag- aggravated or something like that i could watch that movie and it would calm me down <laughs> it's that Look beautiful that movie I'm, just, I'm so calm now i don't know and i just love like Eba. and so like and it's also one of the best love stories ever. Ever? Ever. Wow. It's uh, two robots. Johnny Five and whatever. It's, just, <laughs> it's, I don't know, Wally's just such a beautiful movie. I can understand some people not liking it as much, stuff like that. It's, I don't know, it touched me. It gets me. Um, my number seven is Toy Story 3 uh, from 2010, directed by Lee Unbridge. About time you got a Toy Story on your it's list. It's my only one. Um, obviously <gasps> starring... Tom, Tom Hanks, Tim Howland, and so many others. Um, I, I picked t- Toy Story 3 because I think it's the best story of the three. Um, I, for one, I think it's just like a really fun heist movie. Did you cry? I did cry, yeah. yeah you can't help it. When um, he, get, she gives, he gives the toys away. <laughs> just Yeah, just in general, um, I, I like the whole like like the whole idea of the heist or whatever. I, I like the, the uh, as you said, the the idea of growing up, what happens to like, your toys and stuff, you know, and that there's this idea that, you know, we just give them away, and, and, and where do they end up, you know? So, like, you're at at the daycare center at one point. You're at the, um, the, 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 the like, uh, God, that was called like the like junkyard and stuff, you know, whatever. And there's like all these toys and stuff or whatever. And, you know, and then they, they finally end up in like a new home that, that will have new stories. Um, and it's just kind of sad, you know, yeah, very, I mean, he's passing because like, I don't know, growing up, like I still have a bunch of toys and stuff. And like, man, they're I, a party. I, 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 I'm really sad. So we had a storage unit after we had moved out and I was like, 
16 or something or whatever and the, the mom my mom was married to at that point just didn't pay the bill so i uh, so like i had like two tubs of, so real quick you're saying there's a storage wars out there oh it's gone that had, Jesus. no i'm saying like there's an episode <laughs> yeah. there's an episode that they bought their storage unit yeah and they're like look at these toys and like if you watch it, you'd cry because like they're so rich now. <laughs> so mine, yeah. So like, I mean, like I had like, I mean, almost every X Men, you know, oh, the nineties so built, whatever, all, all the Marvel characters, GI Joes, Transformers. It, so so I I put all this into into storage when I was like fifteen or so, um, and yeah, no, there, there's a sadness to it because it feels like you're there's a part of you that's going with it, you know, because like it was this moment you're, for so many years in your life that like you know you, it brought you joy. Just like, rebomb like I. Did. <laughs> You know, so it's just, I don't know. So, so I mean, like, the, I think this movie really encapsulates a lot of that emotion and is able to, you know, really, you know, show its merit and its meaning and stuff. So it's great. Very good. Uh, my number six um, is Soul uh, from 2020, directed by Peter Doctor, starring Jamie Foxx, Tina, uh, Tina Fey, David Diggs, and Richard uh, Iota. Um, I, I love this film. I, it came out, and I, I think like 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 when it came out, I it's picked, like pandemic area. Yeah, uh, 2020. Yeah, I was like like I I picked it to win you know best animation at the Oscars. It did um, amazing soundtrack. Uh, really like if you're into jazz, it's really really great. Um, I just it, obviously it has plot issues and stuff. Blah blah blah. I don't really care. I mean, like it depicts our movie. These are all cartoons. They all have plot you know issues. Um, except for all the animes. Those are great. You should check those out. Uh, <laughs> You should check out the DC one. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I love the the story in general. Um, our main character um, is happy but depressed because he feels as though he can only be at his best if he is in this band, and he feels as though that's his one one goal in life and so like you know he just he's always trying out for it and stuff he keeps failing and he, and he just he's just like man like you know like i can't be happy unless like you know i get here and so you know and he finally and so it's just and so like you know he ends up dying and so there's just a whole thing about him trying to get back into his body because he has that you know he finally got the like audition and the job and stuff and he finally gets back to his body and he finally gets to the thing and he gives the performance of his life and he just he all of it just unloads and he just like man like holy shit i just killed that and after the show the lead singer's like man like you know you you know you were great tonight and he looked at her and goes like okay like you know what's next she's like we come back tomorrow and, and do it again and like there's this level of depression that that sets back in that like he realizes that you know from the outside looking in it looked perfect but you know now that he's there it's not what he thought it was and it's just this idea of um, you can find happiness everywhere, and it doesn't have to be just one specific thing in your life. It, it could be you know anything. Like 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 you, know, you could find your, your pride anywhere, you know. And that like we shouldn't limit ourselves to just one idea. So I love. And, and at the end, you know, he goes home and he starts playing piano again, and, and he's playing like you know his own songs, and he's finding he realizes that you know he he truly was happy as a teacher and stuff and everything, you know. So it's I don't know. So I, I just I I love that that concept and idea that um our our worth is not just, you know, one thing, I guess. Do you find love in podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we try. Uh what's your have you done your six yet? I, I don't know. My number six is Aladdin. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh it's like, know, when you say uh, like for me when this I, is when the I, OG. When I said it you made it look like you didn't have them on your list at all. You're gonna be fucking oh, no. asshole. No, no, okay. no. Okay. No, like uh, you were talking about, like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Is OG. This is my OG. Like, 
I mean, they do the voice acting. It's unbelievable. Robin Williams. And they do it right. Like, they get a person who should be doing voice acting. Yeah. Instead of just like like nowadays, it's Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt's and everything. 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 Like, Mamma mia. And I mean, I have no problem. I, hey, I'm looking forward to the Super Mario Brothers movie. I want to see it. It can make the list. It it's looks a great. Me. But, uh, like, Robin Williams was made for all his voice yeah, acting. Yeah. He's so good. Like, the movie got denied for best script because he yeah. fucking, like, just changed so much yeah. and uh, improvised it, yeah. and stuff that they couldn't allow it to be up for, like, best script for an Academy Award and stuff. Like, and the music is fantastic. It's, great. it's I don't know, Jafar is such a great <laughs> villain and stuff. But you're so old. <laughs> Prince Abu. I don't know. I don't Abu-boo. know. I just, it's one of the, I don't know. Like I missed. Like I, I did see the Little Mermaid, but I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And some of the ones before that, like I, I, I'd watched like the Robin Hood with the fox, which love almost made my list. Yeah, it yeah, almost really like I really love that. Yeah. Uh, but like I went through a gap, and then I saw Aladdin, and I, like I didn't see Lion King for years. Actually, oh, okay. Like, when it came out, like I didn't see it right away. It was like. Two years after it was on VHS and stuff before I saw it. So, like, but Aladdin, I don't know, just the classic one. Um, my number five was already on your list, and that is Shrek from 2001, uh, directed by Vicki Jensen and Andrew Adamson, uh, starring Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. Um, the only reason why it's not higher is because the animation itself has not aged well. But it has so much of the stuff that I love, which is I, I love when things, films poke poke fun, and, and they kind of like show you what's what's bullshit about things. And I feel like they did so much in this, where they're just poking fun at Disney and, and other fairy tales and all types of things, and how things are stupid. And I just I I love I love all of that. You know, it just it's fucking great to me. I, I love the idea that our hero. Um, just wants to be left alone. He, he's not some kind of like grand adventurer. He doesn't give a shit. You know, he, he doesn't want the princess. He just literally hates everybody. And I think we can all relate with that. We're like, oh God, people, people are the fucking worst. Um, you know, I, I think John Lithgow is great in this um, as the like evil king. Um, you know, Fiona is this really strong independent princess, but you know, uh, has this secret where she's at night is like a fucking ogre also and everything. Get her in the light, man. She's lovely. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I it's, it's a great cast. Um, it's really, it was a really fresh, uh, idea and script at the time. Um, super funny. Um, it's it spawned a franchise, but you know, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think the other is really that funny. The second one's good. Second one's okay. The second one's good. Third the one's third, awful. fourth, Justin Timberlake are is so bad. Awful. Um, but I, I, I think the first one's a classic in just the, the Laura film in general now at this point. Um, and it's still a really great laugh. Okay, my we're in top five now. Top five. Top five. Uh, my number five. I'm going back to the DC. Well, okay. my last one. Uh, Justice League Flashpoint. Uh, this I feel like you bought a five pack at like Best Buy, and you're like, all oh, these are great. I'll find these. these no, actually, I mean, I bought these as soon as they were coming out on DVD. Like, I <laughs> like I I started buying those when they started doing it, and this is the one that really like changed everything for me. Like, how this this actually started almost like their DC universe. Like they do separate movies, like in a way, uh, The Dark Knight Returns, where they take comic book and put it out and stuff. Uh, but this is the one that kind of started their universe. Okay, and it, I, I know, 
never read the comic and just to see like how dark like flash goes back in time to save his mom from dying stuff like that and it just how just like one simple thing of course you know they've done tons of movies about time travel but like one simple thing how it changes everything and i just love how dark it got how (laughs) i mean that's how i am but like batman is thomas wayne yeah bat like bruce wayne actually is the one who dies yeah it drives his mom crazy where she becomes the joker and stuff and like zoom uh is i mean just a great (laughs) he could shot the fucking head yeah he does i mean like batman's using guns and (laughs) wonder woman is having like like i don't know dating aquaman but they're work like they he ends up cheating on her or something like that and like they have like this whole war going on between the Atlanteans <laughs> and the Amazon, uh, Amazonians. Amazonians stuff. And it's just it's so getting like Flash is like sitting there like, oh my God, like I just saved my mom. <laughs> like, but it's just it's so good and like he comes back in time and that uh like he changed fixes everything. Butterfly effect, bro. Yeah. And but when he comes back in time it changes everything and it makes it like the new fifty two. Yeah, which everybody hated. Actually, I loved <sighs> everyone liked it. It's kind of like uh, the ultimate. It's like everything liked it until like Marvel and DC were like, well, let's just kill everybody. <laughs> but I was like, I love that. Kill everybody. It's so good. But I mean, it's it's such a great cartoon. Yeah. The animation's great. I love the animation. Everyone's you know just so toned and built and stuff. So good. <laughs> Everybody's so hot. Exactly. Everyone's good looking. Uh, my number four uh, should be on your list. I'm shocked if it's not, actually. Um, and that is South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. 1999, um, directed by Trey Parker, starring Trey Parker and Matt Snow. Um, I remember seeing this and just fucking laughing my ass okay, off. Okay, I'll roll it and interrupt. Uh, it is also my number four. Oh, uh, okay. That's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the only one we matched exactly yeah. on. But yeah, the movie is it's great. brilliant. I, I think it's funny because it also was nominated for, for an Oscar for sound, for uh, for its, its fucking soundtrack or whatever. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it should have been nominated <laughs> for Best Picture. Okay. It was so. It's, uh, it's just great. It has it's their, their, their really just. Did you, hey, when you went and saw it, did you know it was a musical? No. I didn't either. No. And like the idea is like, okay, it's a musical. And like. It's so much better being a musical and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, when, when I went and saw it, and then they, they, they come out of the theaters, and they start, you know, fucking singing and stuff, or whatever, and I'm like, what what the fuck just happened? What What is going on right now? And then I didn't realize that, that was going to be, like, the whole film, whatever, but, yeah, it just, it adds to to the humor. And now, being older, I, I really, like, I appreciate, appreciate it more. so much. Um, there's just so much of their, like, nihilistic humor in it, and they're just anti-everything, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking it's, great. And, like, there's so much, like, I mean, it's... It's racist in a way. It's, yeah, in a way. Uh, in a way. Like, Operation <laughs> Get Behind the Darkies. I mean, how? <laughs> Operation Protect Our Tanks and Planes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so, and like, Emancipation Proclamation? I don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so good. Like, there's so many jokes, and they all hold up. They all just, yeah. it's so funny. And like, Carmen's like, you know, what is his name? Kyle's mom's a big fat bitch, a big fat bitch. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's fucking, so good. Uh, in the hospital when like Kenny's dying and like George Clooney's the doctor and he comes in. It's like, just doesn't get any easier. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking great. Uh, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, wow. Okay. This is probably in one of probably my all-time favorite christmas movie it's my all-time favorite halloween movie and christmas movie. <laughs> it's, a two it's, it's got it's got two seasons i mean it's got to be up there <laughs> um it's just i loved it ever since i saw i mean i saw this right when it came out and stuff like that i love the animation that style is it's 
it's amazing how they do that. And I know it takes forever to just move everything. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the episode in community that they oh, yeah. hate, uh, it took like nine months or something or whatever just to do like that 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 one episode. Like, I was that was like twenty four minutes. So. I was thinking like Parks and Rec. <laughs> he like he goes, he's like I've been doing this for ten, uh, 10 hours and he's like how much and ten hours? Like, no, you he, he did it for probably or, or, for three weeks or something. Or something like that. But like his arm just moves. That's I, I compared that to Avatar, Chris. <laughs> but I mean, it's just I think the soundtrack's amazing. The story's amazing. It, the everything i don't know i love the movie i love how i don't know and it's it's like it's dark for a christmas movie i guess yeah, yeah definitely. in a way but i mean what's this it's one of my favorite christmas movie or songs this is stuff. halloween this yeah. is halloween it's just, yeah it's great oh it's great uh my number three was already on your list as well and that is lion king uh 1994 um directed by rob mickinoff and roger allers uh, you know, James Earl Jones, Jeremy Irons, uh, Madge Sinclair, Rowan Atkinson, John the Terrell Thomas, like, you know, there's so many people in this, uh, you know, forget to Broderick. Um, it's amazing. I, I, I love this. I mean, like, this, I remember this being up for Oscars and watching the Oscars with my mom and stuff, you know, hoping Did to do cry. It uh, didn't win. No, no, I mean, I, I cry when, like, fucking Mufasa gets murdered or whatever by his brother. I'm like, what? It's crazy. Uh, so, like, all that's great. You know, Timon and Pumbaa are so fucking funny. You know, they're just. I, I, I love all the songs. How good was that video game, too? So hard. It was so, so hard. hard. That and the Aladdin. I mean, one. like, Jeremy Irons' uh, song uh, might be the best villain song ever. Like, it's... See, that's that's why I had Tangled so high, is because I think she is the best villain. Yeah, song. I mean... But I, that one is good. It's really great. Uh, be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. <laughs> but da, 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 da. It's just... It's great. Um, you know, it's based off, it's based off of Hamlet. Uh, and the animation you know, broke ground, of course, because Disney was doing new things every single year at this point. Uh, and great, it, it was a cast that wasn't just brought in because of their names and everybody really? there. JTT, <sighs> maybe, <laughs> but I don't think you know, kids weren't like, Oh my god, I, I think that kids like, would give you Matthew Broderick. Rowan Atkinson. I mean, it was his fuck Rowan Atkinson was in ninety four. Mr. Bean in, in, in England, maybe. Mr. Not Bean? in America. Hey, 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 that's see, Disney was smart. They've been doing China to Britain in ninety. <laughs> okay, they're Try like, it. hey, we will get that Britain money. Get Mr. Bean. Uh, my number two is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Came out in nineteen eighty eight. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, um, starring Bob Hoskins, uh, Charlie Fleischer. And Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I'm kind of cheating here a little bit. Um, it's only half animated. I. It's my number two too. But I think it's fucking incredible. It's amazing. It's. Um, I saw the movie. The movie came out in '86. I saw it three times yeah. in theaters. It just. I mean, I, I, I own a VHS, a <laughs> DVD, laser disc. A, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, you think I was that rich? <laughs> How much is that what it costs? No, I mean, laser disc. And I have like the 30th anniversary. Like, I mean, yeah. I have multiple copies of this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just great, man. It, I it, I love the whole Chinatown aesthetic, basically, and yeah. stuff. You know, it's like this, like, 19, you know, like, 40s, you know, from detective noir and everything. Um, it's very hard-boiled, but... They, they play it so straight that like you you think of it as it's just you yeah. know normal and not funny you know i love that it's not i mean it's not done with satire i i, I love it's, it's all yeah. done in this very sincere feel like this is the world we yeah feel. and it fits you know if you're 10 years old and you go see it if you're 20 years old 30 years yeah. old there's something to love you know i mean like i i love his his song and dance at the end is so fucking great when, when he's trying to like you know go like you know, toony and stuff or whatever uh, I will say you we were talking about uh, Jasmine being your first crush. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Jessica Rabbit, Rabbit was my. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. It's got this really, you know, detective mystery to it. That's fucking great. Um, and I mean, like, I mean, I had no clue. I mean, of course, I was like seven when I saw yeah. it. But even like, if I saw it now, I would not have known the judge was the guy who killed his dad. Like all that. Yeah. So I wouldn't have known Well, that. it's just, it's like, I've gone, I've gone back and I've watched a bunch of behind the scenes stuff in terms of like yeah. how the effects were done. And it's just so smart, man. Just in terms of how they were able to in '87. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like the, the scene where he's he's having to like wash dishes and he's holding and, and spit the water. But yeah. what, what's crazy about it is all the wolves come in and they're holding actual guns, right? So what they have is they have the these um, lines in the floor that, that have been cut out, and there's these poles, and the guns have the poles, and so the person holding the pole is having to act and act as if they're like walking and doing things and doing all the lines and stuff. And then they go back in on top of that and then add in the character to match up all the motion stuff. And back then, you had to do like fucking rotoscoping with that shit. So so they had to like frame by frame put in character and stuff. It's fucking tedious work. Or the scene where he he's in the cab, they they built... Um, I mean, like, you, you, you cannot do this today because it's too fucking dangerous. But it was like this go-kart style vehicle... Um, that was basically just an engine and four tires with, with like points on it for, to add in animation, and it did like sixty miles per hour. And so and so he's fucking driving this thing, actually driving it. You know, like and there's so, nothing, there's no man or whatever, <laughs> and there's no safety rails or anything. It's fucking crazy. But um, you, you can find a, a lot of stuff on like YouTube. But it's just a brilliant film. It really is. Um, it's probably my favorite Zemeckis film. I mean, like Back to Future. That's Back to Future's great. That's, I mean, I, I'd say yeah, I'd I, I really say love Fred Mercury. Yeah. It is. Uh, what's your number one? Okay, so anyone who's <laughs> ever ever <laughs> listened to the podcast before, you would maybe guess what my number one. Dare is. to be stupid. <laughs> yes, um, it is Transformers <laughs> the movie, nineteen eighty six. This movie changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> they killed Optimus, bro. They did. They did. I mean, this it had everything. Like honestly, like I was sitting there, I was like, robot movies in it. It's not going to be under war when I look under IMDb. Yeah, but I, I want to count it and be like, I'm putting it as a war movie <laughs> it's a too. Yeah, also, I mean, baby. it's just it's got everything. It makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It makes you dance. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It it changed my life. Like uh, I was talking about how GI Joe. Uh, was very good but like it should have gone harder yeah transformers went that hard and it killed like everybody and it's so good and it Time introduced toys, man it introduced the new characters and like my favorite you know transformer is uh hot rod okay or rodimus prom same mm-hmm. person uh and like i buy transformers and like i only buy from the 86 collection because of this movie because it has like i don't know it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time I don't want to tell you about the plot, You're good. but Orson Welles, I mean, one of the greatest directors and stuff I, I of all that, time. I love that they asked him about that. He was like, I think it was a, <laughs> a robot in a movie or something. I don't, it's so fucking great. He just didn't yeah, get it. It was the last thing he ever did. It was the greatest thing he ever uh, did. And obviously, if I hadn't said it yet. Yes. Number one is Into is the Spider-Verse. Is it DC's what? Oh, yeah. Uh, 2018, directed by Peter Ramsey, uh, Bob uh, Perchette. And Rodney Rotman. I, I, I notice a lot of these movies are directed by like a lot of people. Um, starring Shamik Moore. I mean, um, there's a lot Haley of things. Steinfeld and Jake Johnson. Um, I This is one of my favorite comic movies just in general. It's also uh, very high on that list. Um, but 
I, I love so much about it. I love the soundtrack. I, I love the animation. I, I understand that Chase doesn't. And, and, I, and I get it. It can feel a little like too much at times. It's very um, overwhelming at times. Um, but there's so many tricks done as well. Like I've talked about this before, but I love that um, uh, Miles Morales, when he swings, he's only, I believe, at like 30 frames per second or uh, 35 frames per second. And everybody else is like, it's like 60 frames per second or whatever. So, so it's like not until he learns to be Spider-Man is he actually fluid and actually moves, you know, correctly and stuff and everything. So I love all that. I love all, all the character uses and stuff, whatever. I thought that was great. I thought this was like the, like, like you watch, you know, no way home. And that feels very bullshit fan pleasing. Like, Oh, look, all the Spider-Mans are here. This one felt like it, it was deserved. Because you got to see all the obscure villains. Yeah. You know, I, that- I felt like, this wasn't. I felt like this was a movie just to be a movie, and not like how can we make as much money, you know? Which I felt oh, I like it, yeah. that did this or whatever. Was Sony's best shot. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, sequel looks great. That they're bringing in even more obscure Spider-Man and whatever and stuff, you know. I I, I love all that, you know. That they're bringing in all types okay, of people. That's what I'm scared of though. <sighs> I'm scared. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I mean, it, I'm it scared can be, there's it can like be bad. Hey, okay, let's do some nostalgia stuff. Yeah, maybe they'll bring in the old. They'll bring in some new ones, and <laughs> whoa. Um, but I mean, I, I, I've talked at length. About this film and and i will i will talk about it again because it's on my comic book list and it's on something else probably as well i'm so. really looking forward to spider-man 2099 though yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like him a lot uh guys this went long but you know it's been six months it's so. 25 yeah it's, it's 25 movies each 50 um, movies so I, I guess you just real quick we'll you know, run out list go ahead and do your uh, 25 okay, number to one, one is oh, trans- you do 125 yeah, i'll okay. go 125 uh transformers the movie who framed roger rabbit nightmare before christmas south park bigger longer and uncut justice league flashpoint aladdin uh wally toy story toy story 3 uh how the grinch stole christmas Tangled, Lion King, G.I. Joe the movie, Moana, Into the Spider-Verse, Batman the Dark Knight Returns, Toy Story 2, Hercules, Shrek, The Simpsons movie, Justice League Apocalypse War, Justice League New Frontier, All-Star Superman, Encanto, and Sleeping Beauty. Uh, my 1 through 25 is Into the Spider-Verse, Roger Rabbit, Lion King, South Park, Burger Longer Uncut, Shrek, Soul, Toy Story 3, Akira, Incredibles, Lego Batman, Ghost in the Shell, the cartoon, not the terrible movie, uh, Batman Massive Phantasm, TMNT, Fifth of North Star, Paranorman, Kubo and the Two Strings, Aladdin, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Alita Battle Angel, Kung Fu Panda, Inside Out, Little Mermaid, Iron Giant, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us. I hope your holidays have been great. Uh, I hope it's a, it's a great New Year's. We will uh, yeah, happy New Year, try to do more episodes coming up. Uh, I promise. <laughs> thank yeah, you so much for joining happy. us. Until next time. See you.